Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. Hello, everyone. In this episode, we will find out more about Omicron's upcoming Protection Testing Online series. This is the third annual Protection Testing Online series. It consists of five modules beginning on February 16th and ending on April 20th. The online training series provides everyone involved in protection testing with essential knowledge about current practices, trends, and practical tips for setup and performing measurements. No matter whether you are a protection testing beginner or more experienced, this virtual training event offers valuable knowledge to all who attend. My guests in this episode are the organizers of the Protection Testing Online series, and they will present what you can look forward to at this year's training event and how to register. So without further delay, I would like to welcome Orgenio Cavalera and Parisa Jalalapur from the Omicron Office and Training Center in the U.S. city of Houston, Texas. Hello, Orgenio. Hello, Parisa. Welcome to Energy Talks. Hi, thank you for having us. Hi, Scott. Thank you for having me again. Thank you both for joining me. It is great to have you here for this discussion. Arganio, before we talk about the Protection Testing Online Training Series, could you tell our listeners why is protection testing so important? Sure, Scott. I think in our industry, we always strive you know, to have a more reliable power grid. And I think one of the things that we have control of is to make sure that we test the components we use, to test the systems we design. So testing is really key throughout the whole life cycle of our system to make sure that at the end of the day, we have a reliable system. So manufacturers mm -hmm. use testing during development of their products, during the quality and assurance procedures. And at the end, utilities also have to do testing for commissioning and also maintaining the system in, in a proper shape. Okay. so. Are there any particular tests that are essential and how often should they be performed? So on the essential tasks, I think overall, you know, we have been changing the way that tests are performed. I think in the past with electromechanical relays, we have this way of testing the element itself, testing the, the relays, the components, the mechanical components that were failing. And now as our system evolves, the components we use evolve, we use new technologies, digital numerical relays, then we kind of change a little bit and shift from testing the units, the boxes themselves, but do more kind of a system-based approach. So this is certainly evolving. As far as how often we do perform tests, that's a tricky question because there are many things to consider. One of the things is the regulations. Do you have any regulatory agency that tells you, you know, how periodically you have to perform some tests or is that a decision from your company itself, you know, you have also to consider which technologies you use, as I mentioned earlier, electromechanical relays, numericals, and also you have to consider what is your policy when there are changes into the system. You may be doing a refurbishment in a substation, you are adding a new bay, you have to change some settings, you have to change firmware of those relays, and those are all things that you have to consider and define a policy how you will handle it and when you will have to test or retest a certain part of the system. Very good. Thank you for that introduction. 
Parisa, what inspired Omicron to develop its online training series about protection testing? Great question, Scott. So in 2020 was when we really pivoted everything to virtual. And that's when we decided to have more virtual events. And the series kind of came about because we wanted to focus on protection testing. But instead of doing just one event where we had to just focus on one topic, we thought let's do a series, an online series that we could reach a bigger audience and have different topics. That's kind of how it came about. And we were also kind of inspired by our Omicron Academy here in North America. They had also started a series, a training series. And so we saw how that process went and we saw it was very successful. So that's kind of how we launched the protection testing online series. Very good, interesting. So this is the third annual protection testing online series. What has been the reaction from attendees up until now? Reaction has been great. The feedback has been really great. We do feedback forms after each session and a lot of the feedback is saying that our instructors are very knowledgeable, they're very thorough with the information. The sessions are only two hours long, but we make sure to give as much information as we can for all the attendees. And the registrations have been really great as well. For the first time we launched in 2021, we had about 190 registrations. The year after in 2022, we had about 160. And this year, we're already pretty close to getting to the 100 mark because we see the quality and the benefits that the attendees also see in the session. So yeah, so overall, it's been really great feedback. Okay, great. So is there anything different about this year's online training series compared to previous years? So this year, I would say we do have more instructors, actually. So in the past, we only had two instructors conducting the five series and they would, you know, one would be presenting and one would do the Q&A. So this year we actually have four different instructors, which I think is also really great to give them that exposure to our attendees. With that, we're going to have, you know, a lot of different expertise and different instructors bringing in their knowledge. That's something that we're doing differently this year. Okay, great. Thank you, Parisa. Eugenio, you previously mentioned the essentials of protection testing. What aspects of protection testing are covered in this online training series? When we define the topics for this online series, Scott, we try to pick topics that kind of complement the other offerings we have, that complement the material that we cover during our academy training sessions, some of the material that we cover within our other marketing events. In the past, we covered topics like, for example, end-to-end testing, relay testing philosophies, you know, uh, tricks and tips on how to test in distance and differential relays. Mm -hmm. um, so for this year, we went back and we kind of looked into topics that we get many technical support questions or we get interest uh, during our training sessions. And I'm really excited, you know, for the topics that we chose for this year. So we will be covering things like symmetrical components is a topic that we always kind of get questions. Also the IC62850, but bringing it to a different level and, and that addressing it from a different perspective. Also, we are covering the topic of building and adjusting test plans. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we really want to bring new content to our customers that, as said before, complement you know, what 
they have seen during our academy trainings and during or other events that they may have participated as well. Interesting. So this brings me to the next question. How does the online training series enhance the testing knowledge of attendees? Typically, the sessions are not too much about how to use our products in details, right? So that is something that we cover as part of our traditional academy training offering. Mm -hmm. Within these two-hour sessions, we try really to bring to the attendees that at the end of the day, they have a good understanding of some fundamentals of a certain topic, like some covering some theory as well, why and how we need to test things and discuss some good test practices. At the end of the day, we really want to bring something practical for them, bring some practical examples and how we would address it, which tools will you use, and also getting a flavor of how we would test it with our testing solutions, of course. Giving them enough elements to use in their daily life, and if they need more depth on how to use the product itself, then I think the training can be something that it can use to build up their knowledge further. Okay, very good. You mentioned a number of highlights. Are there others uh, from each of the five sessions offered this year that you consider important? Yeah, I think we are addressing some really interesting things during these five sessions. I think in the first one, really excited about this one, and this is being covered by uh, one of our instructors that has a lot of experience with, with commissioning, so field mm -hmm. experience. And he will be sharing, you know, some typical issues of flaws that he encountered during his testing days and, and techniques uh, on how to troubleshoot these problems, right? So how to use our software to troubleshoot some common issues and very, very practical tips on how to do it. In the second session, we will cover symmetrical components. And I think here the highlight for the attendees to get an understanding of it, how it is applied to protection and what is you know, what are some of the testing implications or how to test some of those algorithms that use symmetrical components for it. The next two topics, Scott, are kind of very related to each other and we will deal with building automated test plans, making use of the test plans we offer as part of protection testing library. And here with these two sessions, we really want to enable our customers to use our software to its fully extent and take the most benefit out of it. Right. In the last session, we will be talking about IEC 62050. And I, I think I can speak about that one as I will be one of the instructors. So last year, we talked about the fundamentals of IEC 62050, while this year we are building on top of it. And we will be discussing with our attendees on how to develop test programs for digital substations. What is important to be considered? Where should we put our focus? And also, what are some of the typical tasks that we will have to perform in such systems? Okay, very good. Thank you for that overview. Are there any new testing technologies presented in the online training series? What are these new solutions and how do they enhance protection testing? From a technology standpoint, I would mention the last session, Scott, mm -hmm. uh, the one I just described on 6850. Not only in North America, but I think throughout the world, we have a lot of customers that, you know, are in the different phases of their journey in digital mm -hmm. substations. Some are just thinking about it, others are learning with pilot projects, and others may be already deploying it. So it doesn't matter where they are, 
I, I think they should be thinking about testing in all of these different phases, right? And, and new testing practice are needed. And this also have an impact on how, not only on how they commission, but also on how they design the system. Mm-hmm. Now, to answer your question on how this new solution enhance protection testing, I think by having a digital systems and using proper testing tools, you can get so much visibility in what is going on into the system. You know, mm-hmm. some issues that in the past would cost you a lot of troubleshooting time, those issues can be easily identified if you use, you know, proper testing tools and just by connecting them to your communication network. I think that's a huge advantage, you know, that this new technology brings us. Sure. Okay. Eugenio, what are some of the new trends of protection testing addressed in this year's series? We mentioned already the IC62015 in the previous questions, but mm-hmm. another topic that I would highlight is the creation of test plans and automated testing. You know, we know that many of our customers, they like to do more kind of a manual testing approach, use manual testing techniques with our software. Mm-hmm. Well, there is nothing wrong with it. But also, we, at the same time, we see a growing interest in being more efficient in being able to standardize the way that perform certain tests, you know, regardless of which technician or engineer is performing the test, to make sure that the same procedure is followed. Also being able to generate and document comprehensive test reports. Those are all things that you can accomplish if you develop beforehand a test plan that can be automated and use it in the field for whoever is going out in the future to perform the test. Okay. And I think this is a trend that I see growing and that's what we want to address with those two sessions as part of the series. Very good. Thank you, Eugenio. Parisa, are the online training sessions interactive? And if so, could you describe that? Yes. So uh, we try to make the sessions as interactive as possible, especially being virtual. So during the session, there will be time for Q&A with the instructors. So mm-hmm. this year, we will allow attendees to unmute themselves and ask questions live rather than typing it into the platform. So that gives them the opportunity to really get their questions answered and even get any questions that they have following with that to get answered as well. Very good. Okay. So in terms of hands-on training, is this included in the sessions as well? There is a little bit of hands-on, but the sessions are more technical and presentation-based. The Mm -hmm. instructors will have the equipment set up, so they will show that on the camera as well, and they'll answer any questions that the attendees do have. But however, with the time crunch, it will be more of a technical presentation. Very good, with Q&A included in that. Yes, definitely. Okay, thank you, Parisa. Eugenio, at the end of the series, what will an attendee be able to do in the area of protection testing? Scott, at the end of the day, we want to enhance the attendee knowledge in those key areas that we have selected and that we are presenting as part of the series, right? We want to enable them to apply those things that they learn in their daily life, Mm -hmm. either by having a better understanding of a certain topic or getting an overview on how to tackle certain problems you know, mm-hmm. which test philosophies to use, or actually by knowing concretely on how to use our software and solutions. So depending on the session, specifically, 
it will be more kind of empowering them to work better in a certain area because they have a better understanding on a topic or they will can directly apply those things that they learn into a testing that they're going to do in the near future. Okay. So who should attend this series? How much experience should attendees have already in the area of protection testing? The way it is set up, we here get a really broader audience, right? A very wide audience in terms of people that are just starting, because I said mm -hmm. they will be able to get better understanding on certain topics. And it, this will serve to them as a guide on how to start, you know, their career but also with some more experienced people out there. Like as Parisa said, you know, there's a lot of interaction possibilities. So let's pick a topic, for example, building test plans. It may be already a very experienced Omicron user in the test universe software, but he will get some tips and hints on how to, you know, make the test plan more efficient. And they also get an opportunity to ask questions and you know, so possible problems that they have right now. Okay. How much experience do the instructors have in protection testing? Yeah, we are very excited this year, as Parisa mentioned earlier, that we will have four or five different instructors uh, during this series. Mm -hmm. And they all have, you know, different background. Some have a very practical field experience, some are more theory-based know-how. And I think that's the beauty of this, to have really that mix of different experiences and more people involved. And I think that we will enhance a lot our discussions during the sessions, the Q&A. And most all of our application engineers uh, that uh, are involved into the field of protection testing will, to some extent, be involved into those sessions. Okay. Very good. So how is Omicron involved in the area of protection testing? Well, we, we are involved in many different ways, right? So we have many years of experience in offering testing and diagnostic solutions for this area. So our team is heavily involved, for example, in standardization working groups, but also at the same time, we understand our customers' problems and challenges, right? And, and we strive to offer innovative solutions and products. All of this, at the end of the day, all this knowledge that we gain throughout the years, either by working through the standardization working groups, but also by uh, walking in the shoes of our customers, kind of help us, you know, support our customers on a daily basis. And at the end of the day, empower them to do a better job in the area of protection testing. Very good. Thank you, Eugenio. Parisa, now, could you tell me when the online training series takes place and where can our listeners get more information about it and how can they register? It's going to go from February 16th to April 20th. Mm -hmm. And on the website, everyone can go to our website. It is events.omicronenergy.com slash protection testing. And on the website, um, you can see the breakdown of all of the sessions, all five sessions and the dates. Right now, we have the registration open for all five sessions where if you register now, you can save $49 and mm -hmm. registration for all five sessions will close the day before the first session. So the last day to register is February 15th for the whole package to save the $49. And again, I'll repeat the website, it's events 
www.omicronenergy.com slash protection testing. Very good. Thank you for that. Parisa, can anyone around the world attend the training sessions? Uh, do you have to be an Omicron customer to attend them? The sessions are available for attendees worldwide. And that's why, you know, we wanted this to be a virtual series. So that way we have the opportunity to reach such a, a wider audience. We will do a compliance check, you know, as we do here with Omicron. So just to make sure they fall aligned with our compliance. But you do not have to be an Omicron customer to attend. So it is open to all attendees. Okay, great. Thank you. Now, compared to previous years, I understand that you have to attend the entire online training series, all five sessions, rather than choose between the sessions. Could you describe this a bit, please? Yes, so we are promoting this a bit different this year. In the past, you had the option of picking certain sessions or the whole package, but this year we are going to go ahead and just offer only one option, which is the entire series. And as I mentioned right now with the registration, you can save $49 for all five sessions. So you kind of get a free session with that. And then after that, our first session, the pricing will adjust accordingly. And that, again, that's all on the website, but we really went with this format, uh, mostly for the post event closing, just to okay. kind of be aligned with that. But, um, but with each session, attendees will get all of the materials and they will also receive the recording and they will get certificates of participation. And the certificates are, are um, need a CTDs or PDH certificate um, for the engineers. So a lot comes with the value of the event. Okay, very good. So this brings up my next question. What happens if someone misses a session but is interested in the topic? Will sessions be repeated or are they continuously available? Or how do you cover that? That's a really great question. So as I mentioned, we do record the sessions. Anyone that registers and pays, they will receive the recording even if they weren't able to join the live session and they will receive the presentations as well. So if they miss a session, the only thing that they wouldn't receive is a certificate because we calculate that based on the attendee list after we're done with the session. So sessions will not be repeated and they, you know, every year we, we do change the sessions a little bit. As Eugenio had mentioned, we want to provide content that kind of complements the topics and have a nice variety, especially for reoccurring attendees. So that way every year it's not the same information. But um, just to go back to your question, if a session is missed, we will provide still the presentations and the recording for that attendee if they have already registered and paid. That's very good. And registration closes before the first session, uh, but is there an opportunity to register after that deadline, even though they may miss the first session? So, as I mentioned, the, right now, registration is open for all five sessions up until February 15th. And then once our first session is complete on February 16th, then registration will be open until the next session for the next classes. So if they missed registering for the first one, unfortunately, they will miss that opportunity of receiving the information for that event. So they will just receive the information for the sessions 
after that date of when okay. they register. So we want to really encourage that people uh, register um, uh, before or by February 15th. Yes, yes, definitely. February 15th will be the deadline to get all five sessions. Okay. And if uh, interested uh, uh, listeners uh, miss the session completely, um, there will certainly um, be the same offering with maybe some updates next year. Is that correct? Yes, that would be the plan. Um, as we mentioned, you know, it's been very successful and we we feel like there is a demand for this um, for this type of series. So we definitely want to continue to do this annually. Very good. Well, thank you, Parisa. Eugenio, one last question I have for you. Why do you consider it important for engineers to continuously refresh their knowledge in the area of protection testing? Scott, we we all have the task to keep the grid reliable, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so we we have to be always challenging ourselves and how can we do things better? Uh, also, another factor is we have to look ways to do things more efficiently because we have to minimize maintenance times also because we, we know that we will be on a time pressure during commissioning, for example. And so I think there is no better way to accomplish this than going by a continuous training programs, right? To, so we can master the tools we use, we master the products we use, we know and understand the relays we are using in our system. You know, by going through continuous refresh and training, just keep us really sharp on, on maintaining and commission. Another consideration is as well, you know, that our system is constantly changing and evolving. We are using new technologies. Now we are seeing, um, you know, for example, people with utilities transitioning to digital substations using new technologies like traveling wave mm -hmm. being really now applied for protection. Uh, we, we really face a great transformation overall with emerging emerging uh, technologies, DERs, microgrids, battery storage. This is also another reason for us to keep, um, you know, looking into ways to learn these new technologies and how these affect our daily life. Very good. Argenio and Parisa, thank you both very much for joining me for this episode of Energy Talks and our discussion about Omicron's protection testing online series and the importance of refreshing one's knowledge in this area. Thank you so much, Scott, for having us join. And we are really looking forward to kicking off our protection testing series on February 16th. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Thank you for having us. And we are really excited to you know, to meet the attendees pretty soon in the, in the series. Thank you both again for joining me for this discussion. And a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of Energy Talks. We always welcome your questions and feedback. Let us know what you thought about this episode and which topics you would like to listen to in future episodes. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. Also, if you like what you hear and have not done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Energy Talks on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing and offers you the matching solution for your application. This includes innovative solutions for protection testing. For more information, be sure to visit our website at omicronenergy.com. 
There, be sure to look under Applications to find matching Omicron solutions, as well as under Events and Training on our website to find the latest information about upcoming trainings and webinars. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now, everyone.